0: Hooray Run podcast episode 23, Amy McKinnon joins me in conversation for this one. Amy was born in Australia, diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at age 12. She moved to New York's Upper East Side in 2013. Same year, she transitioned to a plant-based lifestyle. She now calls Los Angeles her home. She's towing the line on November 4th for the New York City Marathon. We get her story How her training's been leading up to New York City. This will be Amy's seventh marathon. Episode 22, I interviewed Rainy Partain, type 1 diabetic, who was prepping for the Chicago marathon. Similarities between both conversations. Rainy showed me the Abbott Freestyle Libre system while I interviewed her in person in Chicago. And that Freestyle Libre is a continuous glucose monitoring system, huge technological advance for diabetics especially those racing long distances like marathons and training for them too. So I talked to Amy about the Abbott Freestyle Libre. She's also using that for New York City Marathon on November 4th. The audio for this one sounds different from past Hurray Run podcast episodes. Had to do some workarounds to get the recording. And sounds a bit iffy at times maybe, but hope you can still pick up on it. Feel encouraged pun listening to the conversation we'll get right into it before we do as always my friend Mikey aka Meeks Palmer on SoundCloud Mikey you gotta drop that beat for us thanks so much for taking time this evening. Not a problem.
1: Thank you for having me on the podcast.
0: Absolutely. So, Amy, you were diagnosed at 12 years old with type 1 diabetes. Is that correct? Yes, it is. So, I basically cannot
1: really remember a lot prior to being diagnosed with type 1. Um, So, pretty much feels like my whole life that I've had type
0: 1 diabetes. Have you been active? really your entire life was that a big part of your routine once you learned of the diagnosis and so since 12 have you been staying active and and when did you catch that running bug yeah so i grew up in
1: sydney australia which i'm sure you can tell by my accent um and there as a child most kids do swimming so i did swimming um growing up as a child and I also played tennis, so I played tennis um, at a competitive level. I never really did running as a child apart from the mandatory running that you had to do in athletics in school. So I didn't really get into running until I was in my mid-twenties when a friend convinced me to do like a short race in Sydney.
0: Okay. Short race in Sydney, now you're a marathoner, so I'm sure a lot has happened between that short race and now. And I was reading of some of your running accomplishments so far. One that stuck stood out to me, and I'm kind of jumping here, but I saw you ran 40 half marathons in 2016. Tell us why, and just the meaning behind the 40 marathons in, or 40 half marathons in one year. So I had a friend um, Paul who lived in the United Kingdom, and he was
1: he started this challenge celebrate his 40th year of being with type 1 diabetes and for motivation he asked um, myself and a few other friends if we would participate, not in the same half marathon that he did but participate in that challenge and so I said yes yeah. <laughs> not really knowing how many half marathons or that distance I would have to run throughout the year and um, I did I completed 40 half marathons and it was big um, the but he was to
0: celebrate for either type one diabetes and also to raise awareness at the same time for type one. Okay. That is absolutely ridiculous, but it sounds like a lot was accomplished through it with the awareness and how were you feeling after that year? Was it then about was it about three half marathons each month? Did you space it out like that? About three a month?
1: Yeah, I did, I did, I did, Um, I may have cheated a little in the sense that I did a couple of marathons that year, so I used that to count as two half marathons, uh. um, yeah, so I managed to make a couple of, I guess, extra ones in, not separate, and then, yeah, I think half marathon distance.
0: city side there in New York in 2013 now you're in LA yeah. is that correct
1: yeah so I went back to Australia um, after I lived in New York and I went traveling um, for around nine months after that and then I moved back to Australia and now I'm in LA my husband's American so we mm. moved here and I think I'll be around for a little while
0: The training been this year then for New York City Marathon? It's
1: been good. I have taken it like a little bit more relaxed than I normally take training. So I'll see how I go next Sunday or this Sunday coming. Um, but it's been good. I feel good. I feel fit. I feel ready. I feel my diabetes has been um, in really good control during my training. So that helps a lot with training.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you're going to be using the Abbott Freestyle Libre glucose-sensoring technology, and have you been using that in the lead-up, to? How long have you been using that monitoring system? So,
1: I've been using Abbott Freestyle Libre uh, flash-glucose monitor on and off, but mostly on for the past couple of years. I used it when I was living in Sydney, and then when I came over to the U.S., I was Fortunate enough to be
0: able to stay on the Libre and use it now training for New York, so I've been on it for quite a while. I'm pretty familiar with it. Okay, I I got to see the monitor in person when I interviewed Rainey in Chicago and got a lot of great info on the machine itself. It's pretty incredible with just the swipe, the ease, the ease of it. How much um, time it can save you in a longer race too. Um, what are you looking forward to? To New York City, how are you uh, going to manage that That swiping, and are you looking forward to that? I mean, that's a huge technological advancement, and it's going to just make marathoning for diabetics that much easier, and I think you can even look forward to a race even more with uh, Freestyle Libre there. Yeah, definitely. For me, for my
1: first marathon, I was still um, doing traditional finger pricking so I was pricking my finger while I was in the marathon I didn't have a device like the library system and that was like a bit of a challenge you have to practice in training you have to take out multiple things like a finger pricker your test strip the glucose monitor and try to juggle all that together and then I ran um, both my Sydney marathons where I qualified for Boston using the freestyle Libre, so that allows me like like you said, it's like I can just scan my arm and I know my sugar level, so it's a lot more I can be a lot more proactive rather than reactive in my diabetes management while I'm running. So it's really for me it's like so convenient and accessible and easy to manage my diabetes while I'm running.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Rainy was really enthusiastic about it and she was telling me, again, about the technological advancements with diabetes management during racing, and also she was giving me some stories. So managing diabetes while you're training at this high level and running 26.2 miles, she had a story from LA Marathon where her blood sugar just bottomed out. Have you had any scares like that in races or maybe just in training where you know it takes such a such a detailed approach and awareness with diabetes when you're out training and racing. Have you ever had a, a scare with bottoming out like that?
1: Thankfully no. Not during a race specifically. Like I've been lucky so far that during most races I've had pretty stable sugar levels. I had one marathon earlier in here in California where my sugar levels were high most of the race so I couldn't take in Enough nutrition, so I struggled from that sense. Um, but I think a lot of type 1 athletes, like during training, you're always going to have a situation where you have low blood sugar levels and you have to stop and eat sugar, like an energy gel. And it can be frustrating because, like, halfway through, like, say you are going for a 13 mile training run and six miles in, you're having to stop for 10 minutes because your sugar levels crash in. Yeah. Um, But during a race, being pretty pretty lucky in that sense that I haven't had um, anything kind of go in a negative direction that
0: slows me down. Well, that's good to hear. Indeed. Um, are you doing most of your runs solo, or is your husband a runner? Do you have a training group? Just tell me about your your training approach a little bit. Um, yeah, my husband is a long-distance runner, he
1: does, like, crazy 100-mile events so I'm not, not at that level. Oh, yeah. We run a lot. Um, his brother is also a runner, and we do do some of our runs in training groups. In um, California, there's a lot of runners, especially trail runners, always a group events, especially on the weekends, that come up and we, we sometimes join them. So it's a bit of a variety. I sometimes run on my own, but maybe one or two shorter runs during the week if I want to go out in the morning and use at work something like that then i i go on my own but it's a mix of everything
0: that's cool that's cool do you hit the trails a lot too
1: we do yeah i do a mix like if i'm leading up to a marathon i'll try to get in a lot of road miles just so my legs can get used to the impact on the road but if i'm just in off season or not training for anything specific then i will run on the trails it's a lot prettier
0: yeah, absolutely the scenic routes indeed. A little, a little easier on the knees too
1: definitely
0: yeah um, your uh, involvement with JDRF can you tell us more about that specifically where you're at there in LA area how you're involved with JDRF so that's how I met Rennie so when I moved to um, Los
1: Angeles in March I applied to be on the Young Leadership Committee, which is part of JDRF. It's a group of young adults who organise fundraising and awareness events for JDRF and type one diabetes. And so I'm a member of that committee. And Rennie is also. So our involvement is raising funds and obviously awareness for type one diabetes on behalf of JDRF. Okay.
0: And what number marathon is this for you? this 2018 New York City Marathon, What? how many marathons will it be then? It'll be my
1: seventh.
0: Seventh marathon, okay. And do you have goals in mind, both with diabetes management, time-wise? What are some goals heading into New York November 4th? Diabetes-wise, I just want to sugar levels. I don't want
1: them to be high. <laughs> I don't want them to be too low in the rain the whole time so I can take in enough nutrition and time-wise I originally didn't have a goal and then I was like my PR is 323 so anything sub 323 maybe a 320 would be nice see how it goes the weather's good
0: and it doesn't rain hopefully it'll, it'll, it'll work out yeah for sure I know nutrition is an integral part of your life how's nutrition on the marathon race course for you what's your approach with food intake on marathon day
1: I try to keep it really simple I just take energy gels I don't take any of the Gatorade or whatever liquid nutrition they have at at the stations water stations I only take water and I just carry all my gels I have these amazing pair of shorts which have seven pockets so I can just put my gels in pockets um, and I don't have to carry a waistcoat. I don't have to carry anything else except I'll carry my fresh glucose monitor since the Abbott Libre one and just my gels.
0: And hopefully that'll be plenty of stuff to take. There you go. Outside of racing and week to week uh, with your plant based living, um, which you began, when did you start the plant based living? What year was that?
1: Uh, 2013, Thank
0: you that I moved to New York. Okay, um, so what's the week-to-week meals look like? Are you doing all the cooking? Is that a huge love of yours too, the cooking aspect of it? And then just let us know what uh, what your go-to meals are. Yes, I do most of the cooking, i say,
1: say, um, just because I have the flexibility I really like using.
0: When did that come about, and how many, would I say athletes with that? How many athletes are you guiding there with uh, nutrition? Uh,
1: so I started um, my nutrition, basically I changed my diet in 2013. Uh-huh. I noticed a really positive impact on my health personally, and then while I was living in New York, I decided I'm going to do some study on nutrition for personal interests, and then when I moved back to Australia, late 2016, I think, yeah, I continued my study over there, and on the side my first time job, I started coaching um, and giving nutrition advice to some clients, and now I've been able to continue that, and I moved to LA. Most of my clients, let's say maybe 50
0: a fear even admittedly for myself with changing up a diet or making it plant-based is um, a maybe cooking skills aren't on point and b we tend to think it does take a long time or it might cost a way too much for us to do it all on our own but the benefits that you reap from it and then um, yeah just the healthy well-being of it all which you put into your body is important and it's cool that you're working with those clients and athletes also, those with diabetes there, too, on just improving their entire well-being. I, I feel like that's that gives you a lot of joy, being able to coach those people.
1: Yeah, I really love it. I think um, the misperceptions that you said you have, like all the, for example, all the recipes that I have, you can just go to your local grocery store and get all the ingredients. There's no strange ingredients or, I guess, superfoods that cost a lot of money, like eating. Healthy doesn't require all that effort or having to drive to some health food store to find this one ingredient that you're only going to use in one recipe. I think that's a misconception for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. it's really simple and easy to do. It's just starting to do it and getting into a habit of eating that that way. Sure,
0: sure thing. I wanted to ask you this question too. I I asked Rainy too in our interview. Um, a piece of advice that you would give to um, a diabetic who is maybe just holding back or thinking about running no matter what the race distance is, um, what advice would you give to, to someone who's right on the fence there, a type 1 diabetic who's just thinking about racing or getting into running, but there, there might be so, something holding them back? What advice would you give there?
1: The more often you run, the more your body's going to adapt and get used to it and the less fluctuations you're going to have in your blood sugar levels. I think a lot of type 1 people start exercising and they notice that their sugar levels are going really low or really high and because their body is adjusting to exercise and I think that's when they give up. They go for a couple of times. And I have those runs, too, where it just doesn't work out, but I still get up the next day and head out the door, no matter what happened the day before. So I think that's important for people with type 1. Like, keep going, and it will get better, and your body will get used to it, and you'll be able to do it. Like, diabetes doesn't have to stop you from running or whatever sport you like to do.
0: Absolutely. Not letting the fear control you and taking that, that step out. And courageous takes the courage, too. I know we're focused on the marathon coming up here. You said your husband is into the ultra distances. Have you ever had an itch, Amy, to to go over 26.2, 50-miler, or maybe even a 100-miler down the road? Has that even crossed your mind? Yes, I've done one 60-kilometer 60, uh, 60 race, okay.
1: approximately 37 miles. Um, I did it the trail race and it was in country New South Wales in Australia. I enjoyed it, but I feel that hills and the mountains in California have scared me, so I will do another ultra marathon, but I just need to get a bit more practice on those crazy mountains before I feel like I can sign
0: up to a race. Yeah, yeah. What's the most scenic setting you've ever run in? I feel like you've been in some beautiful places, not just where you've lived and settled, but with your travels, too. Where's the most beautiful location Running?
1: That's a hard question. I'd have to say the Blue Mountains in Australia, it's a very beautiful, dense forestation area, and you basically run down into the valley where all the forest is, and then you come out and you can view. you can then look over the valley and just see how far and beautiful it is. And I did a 21 kilometers or half marathon
0: trail race there a couple of years ago and it was its magical one of my favorite places to last i'll keep that one on my radar if i go over there to australia i went to australia in 2008 i was i was there 10 years ago but i gotta get back whole new perspective get some good running um So the website, Amy, Amy McKinnon Nutrition, and we're wrapping up here in just a minute, but wanted to get some info on that website. What can we find at com? You can find a little bit about me, which is not very exciting,
1: Um, (laughs) but you can mostly find what is important is options for people who are looking to improve their health, to eat better, to feel better, to specifically focusing on nutrition. And I have a lot of coaching options there. I have downloadable meal plans, um, vegetarian and vegan options for those. I obviously have my recipe ebook as you mentioned. So it's just a place where people can go, find out a bit more information about my coaching services and what I offer. And people can look at the opportunity to, to become healthier with their system.
0: Absolutely. Um, and then your social media, plug those a bit. Where we follow you on the social media ranks there.
1: So everything related to my nutrition business is Amy McKinnon Nutrition on Instagram and Facebook. Um, if you want to see more running photos, I mostly post those on my personal Instagram, which is Amy L M C K. Okay. Um so that's more running for for people who are more into that.
0: Are you still an athlete with Diabetes Sports Project? Is that still going on for you? evening, Amy. I'm looking forward to New York City Marathon. We'll be following that, hopefully mile by mile. I know we can we can do that with Chicago. It's following a lot of folks mile by mile, so keep the tabs on your race. Um, can't wait to hear some feedback on the Abbott Freestyle Libre system, too, and how that treats you during the marathon. And we'll be looking forward to it. November 4th, it's fast approaching, and how, how are you feeling? Are you are you feeling eager? you ready to toe that line? Ready? Are you in New York? I have a lot of, sorry, I just asked a lot of questions there, but are you in New York right now, or are
1: you traveling Not there? yet. I leave, we leave Wednesday evening, and we get there on Thursday, and, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. With us, you're doing less mileage, and you're kind of sitting around a little bit more, um, but I'm excited. People, same as Chicago, you can download, like, the New York City Marathon app and you can track people you just search my name or whoever you want
0: to track name and you can add them to your favorite there we go all right amy really appreciate it thanks for joining the podcast and spreading the awareness too and telling your story we appreciate it thank, thank you thanks for having me i really appreciate it. it was great to chat thank you for listening to hooray run podcast episode 23 again i hope the audio of this one didn't hinder your listening experience too much. Much appreciation to Amy for joining me in conversation. Keep tabs on her New York City Marathon November 4th. As she said, download the New York City Marathon app, follow her race, keep up with her splits. Follow her on social media. Also, check out her recipe ebook, Hooray Run Podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Tell a friend, recommend, leave a review, subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. Do that. HoorayRun.com. On social media, there is a Facebook page, Twitter, at hooray underscore run, Instagram, at hooray run, one word. Dina Castor book giveaway coming up later this week. As per usual, thanks to my friend Mikey. AKA Meeks Palmer on SoundCloud for the intro and outro beats. Check out his SoundCloud page, Meeks Palmer. Thank you, Mikey. Go Bucks!